I have a dream to tell you about. What is it? When you're working on a podcast, I mean, I'm thinking about these shows all the time. I come up with my own theories like a weirdo. I'm always coming up with questions or like things I want to cover on the show. And so occasionally I will dream about the shows we watch. I was married at first sight. You did not tell me this. No, I didn't because I saved it for the show. (laughs) Oh, this is one of those and you're like, nope, 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 nope. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens too is I'm like, oh my God. And I'll tell Leon something and I'm like, nope, don't respond. We'll, We'll talk about it on the show. How did your mom sign you up? No, thank God. Also, none of my family was was there, which is great because they would be so sad. You were trying to keep it undercover. Yeah. The guy was not that happy. (laughs) Oh, like in what he got? Yeah. So it was like he was cursed into me. (laughs) Not that joyous. Hmm. Was not swept off his feet. Zero tears. So he gave you the, ah, shucks. And then just looks at the ground. Look. Yeah. Hmm. Can I tell you who the groom was? Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Oh, so it's, is it like a, is it like a famous person? Yes, which is so stupid because like, I'm not, I'm not crushing on this person. Sure. Tell me and then I'll, I got some follow up questions for you. (laughs) The man at the end of the aisle who was disappointed was Pete Davidson. Oh God. (laughs) It's all the Taco Bell commercials, isn't it? It's that. And then it's like. He's living rent free in your mind. I was reading an article about him before I went to bed. And so. Sure. Sure. It happened. So how long, how much time was represented in this dream? Um, like two days because it went beyond. So was it the day after wedding? Yes. Going to the honeymoon. Also, they sprang for a honeymoon. We went to Europe. Ooh, that would be Maps nice. would never. Lifetime would never. No, no. We get there. Pete Davidson gets sick as fuck and he's relying on me to take him to the hospital. Okay, I'll pause. Okay. <laughs> Your Europe thing just got even better because... Putting folks on a plane for that long. Oh, that's you're, you're gonna, good. You're going to find out a lot. One of we my, mentioned it before. Yes, we, talk, we always talk about this. Sometimes we did this before. We did our love languages quiz as a show once. And one of our biggest relationships advice is to really find out how a person is. And one way to do that is by going on a big trip with them. Because you're either going to be okay with each other or you're going to tear each other apart. The flights to Europe, well, I mean, depending on where you're going from, those are going to be really long flights. For us, it's very long being on the West Coast. Correct. I just think it's the ultimate test for a couple. It is. I mean, besides, well, kids might be a little too intense because like, now you have <laughs> Yeah, a, we have no experience yeah, with that. So otherwise, like our big test. <laughs> right, right. It's a very good test for couples. Because me and you have been together forever, been married for a while now. We still drive each other crazy on trips sometimes. Because everyone has something, I don't know, like maybe someone's the type of person that has to be at the airport uh, three hours early. Yeah. But then someone else is, oh, I'm there, you know, 40, 30 minutes to 45 minutes early. And you're like, um, that's making me sweat. Like you, that's the little personality traits you'll Yeah. You'll and like me out. and you balance that out really well. So thankfully, it's actually pretty smooth sailing now. But this is something I would look for. Is a guy going to help me put my bag up in the overhead compartment? If not, no, we're done. It might not work for masks because they're already semi-packed. But even how someone packs or the amount they pack yeah. or just these little things that might just get in, get in your mind. Um, yeah, I've noticed, for example, if I don't. If I forget to pack something, it's not the biggest deal for me. I'm just like, well, oh my worst God. case scenario, I might just buy like a toothpaste over but there or something. But we are totally different packers. Oh, for sure. And it dr- your 
packing drives me crazy because it depends on me to pack everything. So he's like, I packed three outfits and I'm good to go. And I'm like, but what about all the toiletries? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. That's why we're a team, though. We have kind of these. I mean, I guess. Hook us up with the toiletries. <laughs> I'll get the gadgets, the batteries. That's survival true, actually. Shit, I do never know, do that. I'm rechargeables. not. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Then it's, I think it's a fair compromise then, even though I bitch about it. Make sure the electronics are charged, the iPads, yeah, the tablets. That's true. That's true. Okay. But back to your dream. Okay. So it went multiple days. So yeah, a couple days. We got the night of, did you poke? Oh, I definitely didn't even dream about that. My mind was like, wedding, boop, next day. You know, I didn't. You're lucky if he was in the room. Was it the awkward (laughs) sit down with the family? I mean, what happened? I didn't get any of that detail. I have no idea what happened. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was so traumatic. My brain was like, boop, no. But we got to Europe. He got super sick, like like a like a gastro flu sure thing, stomach thing, stomach yeah, bug. stomach thing. And then he was relying on me to get him to the hospital. The taxi was taking like hours for some reason, even though there's taxis everywhere. I don't know what happened. But... Everything when you're in another country tends to be over the top, right? Like yeah. getting a flat tire, having to go to urgent care. Well, also like you're just all, so uncomfortable. All of all of the not normal but things we'd have to deal with back at home like they're just more heightened when you're overseas because you're like uh is my shit gonna work here uh are they gonna take my insurance like all this all these things so that was it that was kind of it and then i think i think my annoyance was growing on him after he realized he could rely on me Hmm. so it was a very shack thing like my personality outshined (laughs) my looks I'm not a supermodel. (laughs) On that note, should we just go ahead and get started? Let's do it. Okay. Someone else that had an awful first look, not just me and Pete Davidson, Kirsten and Shaquille. Now, something I wanted to point out, which we say every season, is you can't really trust what you're seeing for Married at First Sight. There are so many camera angles and there is never a shot. Well, almost never a shot of someone saying something and someone reacting to it in the same frame. It's never an organic scene. It's always chopped close up of one person's face, close up another person's face. And it's like all glued together. So we thought initially, or at least I thought that the cheat kiss preview was sort of like a fake out. Yeah. Basically they're embracing then Shaquille might ask Kirsten, is it okay if I give you a kiss? Then they have a kiss and okay, it's all normal. We were getting hyped up for nothing. But in this case, it was sold correctly. Yeah, it was exactly that, as it appeared. That is what happened. And I was fucking screaming. <laughs> Let's go back just a tiny bit to the vows. Now, I didn't take any notes on anyone's specific vows, but something I want to point out is the tone of the vows. Mm-hmm. She was so monotone. There was very little smiling, like natural smiling. There was forced smiling. It was the, my smile is locked in position because I have no idea what else to do. And like her cheeks hurt because it's so not organic. The monotone was definitely the thrill or the mystery just vanishing. <laughs> immediately, awful. Immediately just vanished. You said, oh, I think she's super nervous. And I was like, no, this is way more than that. This is this dream, this bubble burst. If we read into this, I think Kirsten is going to be really interesting on this show because she's trying to display a sort of being 
keeping her emotions in check or trying to be as professional as she can be. That's what it is. Yes. I think there's something there's something behind all of that. I say it every season. You get them on the honeymoon. They can't keep it going much longer because you're like living with the person. We were trying to off offline. We were talking about different positives with different couples and. I was like, man, this person sounds fantastic. I mean, they'd be like an eight to like everyone, you yeah. know, or if not more to somebody else. But then I, we always have to realize that there's a reason they're on the show and <laughs> I can't wait to find out it's, why. It is kind of fun to see everyone's little quirks come out. The thing I can't get over with her is being on this show while being so picky and looks meaning 90% for you. Just I don't see why you would do this. Yeah, I'm curious why at this point you haven't learned that your way of doing things, well, I say that, but you're on this show, but basically your mentality on how you choose partners isn't changing from what you've been doing to now maths. No. There's no change there. So do you really expect a different outcome? Yeah. Also, the comments are kind of mean. Like they're honest. They're honest for her, but they're kind of brutal. I think most of the folks that this has worked, it was more of... I am open to a lot and I am open to love and I'm going to take this as an experience and we'll see what comes of it. But I feel like that mentality tends to work more on this show versus I need someone and they have to be good looking. Yes. I don't feel like that's ever worked. Also, the growing in love is super important. It might not be a first attraction, but like you're still trying. Mm -hmm. All right. The kiss, the non-kiss, the hug. The non-kiss hurt my soul it was so cringy the whoever in the crowd just said oh my god that'd be me that was almost like a collective gasp on her all the bridesmaids the because they already talked about they're it like shit they're like no she didn't i can't wait for the i need to see all those all i need a girl talk after we need a briefing well all of those conversations are going to be what the hell happened to that that altar yeah like what's going on exactly that, like we, do we need to go to the bathroom and talk about something? <laughs> yes. Everyone immediately. Was it even a ch- cheek kiss? It was, you know, right? Or Shaquille, was it cheek to cheek? Shaquille said he gave her. I we think did, it was, we maybe it was a peck. We didn't get that angle, but it might have been the quickest peck, like lip leaning to the <laughs> side, you know, just barely a peck. I saw people calling it a church hug, and I fully agree. That is, you are keeping some space between. You're leaning real far in for the hug. There is so much room for J E S U S. There was some of Shaquille's vows. I, I think Kirsten was probably slightly in a state of shock at that moment in time because yeah. it wasn't what she expected. Then Kirsten mentions that Shaquille has two strikes against him. One being that he's younger than her, which I actually didn't know that was that big of a deal. No. And two, that he's bald. I feel like, I wonder if experts say you need to give us your non-negotiables, but they're limited to say three things. You can't just do 50 things of non-negotiables. You'd just be crazy. You would never be matched with something. But those folks, I say those folks, but Kirsten, if this is really, really a crazy big deal and a deal breaker, that should be on your non-negotiable list. What if they have you list all of your non-negotiables, but they only pick like three from the list? Or maybe they try to. Yeah. I mean, I just I just feel like it's not it's not a big deal. But what I was trying to get to is because she's in slight state of shock. I'm just my opinion. Some of the things Shaquille said in his vows were pretty sweet. Yeah. And then talked about like, you know, loving each other and, 
you know, having God in their life. Yeah. I was like, wow, you think she would kind of be like, wow, this is telling me a lot about who he is as a person. No, there was no information no. penetrating at that point. Not at all. Also, I was wondering, do you think her opinion was formed at all when she, you know how they do the introduction versus like the vows? They kind of sure. like tell who the person sure. is. When they're going on about how he, you're going to need to fight over closet space and he's really about his looks and how he presents himself and being dapper. I don't know if they said that, but it was all around being dapper Dylan, basically. Was that a turnoff? Is she looking for the more traditional role, masculine man, because she's she was putting off a lot of a traditional role is what I'm trying to say when she was like, you need to be home rubbing your man's feet. I don't think so. If memory serves me right, Kristen was the one that mentioned that her and her man are going to look fly like that's her expectation. That's true. That's so, true. So the fact that they mentioned that for Shaquille, his family, that would actually for me look like a positive okay like, i see like that this individual cares about the way they look yeah so they sit down after the ceremony they have their first conversation Shaq was mentioning oh i she's different i love that about her she didn't let, let me kiss her it was a boundary is he putting too much of a silver lining on this versus it was really she curved him i think he's putting a little too much into it because this is a highly unusual situation. You have not been in anything like this before where a partner would have cuz like a first date thing compared to mass, it's just it's just different. Yeah. I mean, there's a marriage tied to this. It's just different. And if somebody curves you like that, it's it's putting off really weird energies. It's a not a nice start. And even in the after party, Gina was like, I think that was just like like she didn't say energies, but like that is an odd way to start yeah. your relationship. But you do have to respect people's decision. You're a fucking stranger. I don't know you. I mean, that's true. I don't want you kissing me. That's fair. And you can we can only not we can't really knock you too much. No, like I am for boundaries. So if this is truly she's not doing it to say kind of what she was saying to her bridesmaids, like, oh, if I'm not attracted, then it's going to mm. be a cheat kiss. But boundaries are fine. I'm just giving crap because like the show, like, you know what you're getting into. Right, right. So in the sit down, what were your thoughts on Shaquille opening up pretty early about his past trauma? Too much, too much too soon. I think it's important because it essentially shaped his entire life. But to say, oh, hey, this is who I am. And here's a horrible thing that happened to me. I think they had a really good start to where this is my education. This is what I do. This is what I like. Just keep it on that for now. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe a bit too early to go into sad times in your past. I mean, you're going to have a lot of time to get to know this person. And yeah. I don't know, being that upfront might put you in a weird course. But I mean, you are speaking your truth. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I just think everything is so shaky at the start. Marrying a stranger. What information are you going to put out about yourself? I don't know. Is there even... I mean, what's better, being not saying enough or saying too much? Yeah, but I feel like you would know if you got to know this individual just a little bit more and figured out how they react to things or yeah. how much they're ready to, to take on or I guess how much they're into you. Yeah. For me personally, on a wedding day, I wouldn't want heavy stuff like that. Some folks start really early though in the past. Like, That's true. How many kids do you want? Like very... I need direct oh, okay, answers okay. of what we're going to do with our future. 
Sir, may I bring up Justin and Alexis? Day two of honeymoon. The L word. <laughs> too much. Too much too soon. If you, for any reason, go back to our old pods, I fucking read them like a book. Oh, yeah. Way I didn't too even hot, think the dog was going to be the Way too hot. Way too heavy. Way too early. Was she faking all of that? Just a small hey, tangent. I'm just asking. Or did she get swept away in the moment? I mean, I'm not saying she's lying, but just seeing how quickly it I blew think up. Maybe initially it was a we're in lust and it yes. quickly faded. Okay, I can see that too. Anyway. Okay, back to this season. <laughs> back to this season. You know, if people really do have these hard stops, it's probably a good thing to... I mean, certain things that could affect the relationship, like, do you want children? Not, you have a slight scar on your head that I barely notice. And yeah, is that really going to impact our relationship? I don't know. But she said that his personality does make up for his looks. So they have that going for them. That was. That's mean. <laughs> that was some of the smoothest shade. I know. She says it with a smile on her like, face. I mean, he's cool. I mean, kind of ugly, but <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what to make of her. Like, I like her as a person, like, would totally be friends with her. But man, she does seem she will break you down. <laughs> it's interesting what Kirsten, Kirsten's expectation is because Shaq's really not a bad looking dude. No, I think it's fine. I mean, I just I worry because she's so picky. Mm-hmm. Like she repeated two or three times. This is, this is one of those things. Beard. Sure, sure. This is one of those things where Shaquille is going to have to work. He, he's gonna have to show Kirsten like you wanna grow in love with me because like I'm a catch but here's the thing I don't think he would have a problem putting in that work I think he's totally fine with that sure and I agree with that so I mean I'm not gonna discount him yet okay wait I have to say one thing I don't discount him yet right now but then I watched the after show I watched half of it and then there's no way this woman is married to him you just don't talk poorly about your spouse. And it's not necessarily that she talked poorly, but she didn't talk fondly is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm curious if as the show goes on, they just kind of find out whether they're just not into the same things or they just realize they're not compatible because the, the after show, it didn't really sell me on. I am still in a relationship. That's yes, exactly. Versus Nicole. I felt she still was. I, she was wearing sure. the necklace. I know. That's so, a big deal. Why would you break that out otherwise? Correct. I think she's hinting. And then Gina's kind of a wild card to me. I can't tell. I, At least from this. She plays it off. Good. I, would, I would guess no, but we'll see. I realized like the other day, most of my live tweeting was just shitting on Clint. <laughs> I'll reel that back a little bit, but he, I have so many problems with him. He makes it. He makes it easy for me. He makes it a little too easy. Speaking of them, let's go right into it. Already, I can see what I'm doing in my notes. I don't even have a ton of notes on dresses. I'm always like, oh, whatever the woman is comfortable in, it's totally fine. Like, be you. But I will tear men apart (laughs) for their tuxes, and I don't know why. You talked about this a little bit in a previous pod where you said, just surprise us. Like, go to the altar, surprise us, boom, big reveal. I think I mentioned this on Twitter where Mavs is a rare show in that it heavily revolves around the concept of marriage but most viewers at home i feel like from the interactions i've had would love to just skip a lot of this stuff yes because it's a show based on marriage 
but they're basing it on weddings and that's not what we want. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the wedding. You know what I care about? That first look, the vows and the kiss. Do not show me any of this preparation stuff. Don't care. Like, let's do everything one episode of all the weddings. I noticed for this episode, the first suit all of the guys wore was kind of trash. Except Eris. Except Eris. Loved his Eris's first suit. first suit was pretty fire. Clint, though. You went in. I think everyone went in. I, what is this man thinking? So what was the first one? The blue. So mm, it blue, didn't really blue, work well with him. Blue wasn't working with a lot of folks. I, no, it was the shade. If they went a shade or two darker with the blue, mm -hmm. that would have been fine. But it was like too like a, bright like a, of like a, a blue. Like a navy? Yeah, give me a dark blue. A dark blue is nice. Mm -hmm. Clint decides on a suit looking like he's going to go to someone else's wedding. He's going to go to his best friend's wedding. On the day of the wedding, his groomsmen looked more formal than him. He is the groom. He looks too casual. No tie, no nothing. That's unless it's a beach wedding or a very casual wedding, which this was not. Like, why are all of your guests out dressing you? The unbuttoned collar even. Like, we're just, are we trying? Gina, I thought Gina had really good dress options. We didn't make too much note of it just because. No, I mean, they're happy. It's fine. They're, they're happy. It's good. They look good. I think you made a comment where, because everything's probably contracted, like the place the dudes get their suits from yeah, you can where, tell it was the same. where the ladies are getting their dresses from and most likely the makeup artist or the team. Yeah. And you were saying that they are going heavy with the makeup. They're going real heavy with the makeup. I felt, I mean, I'm all about it. Like you want to be that extra special on your wedding day, but you also don't want to look like someone else. And I felt like she did a very similar look for each bride, like a dramatic eye. And I don't know if that's even like, I don't think Nicole would wear that. Mm -hmm. I mean, but then I always go back. Well, you want it to be extra fancy, especially with it's the first time you're seeing your groom. But it just felt like it was over the top, in my opinion, as someone that barely wears makeup. <laughs> what did so you, not not a good source here. What did you think about the first look? Okay, Gina and Clint's first look. Mm -hmm. I thought it was okay. Gina was incredibly excited. Good for her. I think it was one of the best first looks because they were the only couple so far that gave each other hugs on first look. No one else even touched until kiss hug time. It's, I think a little bit of that is because folks are so nervous. But like, I like what the do hug. I, like, like, we're what just do, getting over with. What do I do with my hands? You Where hug do someone. I stand? <laughs> I like it more. I enjoyed the first look. I agree with what folks are saying online where it really looked like Cl Clint was smitten. Okay, there was a part, was it the vows or the introduction where he, there was almost a little bit of choking up, which I was surprised to see. I mean, that made me feel better about him, is seeing him have a little bit of emotion. Just, just a little bit, but <laughs> we wait, 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 can I interrupt real quick? I'm sure, sorry. Sure, sure. Before we even get to any of this, you know what you need to talk about right before you go down the aisle? Your body count. Yeah, Why? that was weird. Why? Also, I, I made Leon calculate it right before we started. <laughs> so I was like, wow, 65 sounds really high. But it comes out, let's say he became active at 18. Sure. It's like three a year. It's not bad. And there might have been really, you know, adventurous years. <laughs> yeah. More stable years. So, I mean, okay. Overall, not that bad, I guess. It just sounds like a very high number to me. 
But when we it's calculated we don't, out, we don't live that single life, so I don't know. Like, is, <laughs> I know, is I that, have no is idea. Is that a high number or is that super low? I don't know. Regardless, weird to say on your wedding day where that number it's, is expected to drop. Maybe he's just trying to tell the viewers at home that he's experienced and he's okay. ready for the moment. <laughs> Another reason why Clint annoys me. So going back to the wedding, first look, good. He possibly was smitten a little bit. Okay, I like Gina's vows a lot. And I will point out in Clint's vows, it was okay. It wasn't like super emotional or anything. But of course, we have to talk about sailing. We can't do anything without sailing. I was concerned he was going to say, you'll be like the first mate to my captain. I was expecting him to say that. So I was so relieved when he said, you'll be like, we'll be co-captains together. I have, I have a theory on this. Okay. You notice that Clint's intro was heavily on sailing and even from the jump when we got to know him, we never even knew. I don't know him like, still. Like, I just what, know he sails. Like, what do you do? We were wondering that in the, one of the pods. I'm like, does it even show us what he does? Well, we find out this episode, but only really vaguely. I think Clint is aware of image and he probably thinks having this sort of sailor personality or I'm on boats and I do these grand things. It's a cooler sell than oh, I'm a tech guy and I have a bunch of money. Which is true. I mean, your job doesn't need to be your personality, but at the same time, right. doesn't it show like some passion for well, your it was job funny as well? When, I don't know. Okay, I get the question was kind of broad by Gina when she says, well, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I hated oh, that. Oh, do you mean like for work or a hobby? I'm like, dude. We know what you do for a hobby. The normal fucking conversation <laughs> is like, well, like what do you do for work? And okay, here's my prediction because he didn't actually say what he does. He no. either does something. He works at a tent company, does consulting. He's either, it's either fairly complex as far as the technologies he uses, where if he's just, you know, says some kind of technology like Docker or something random, though she'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. Yeah. I think he's probably just, just by his personality, I would see him in something like sales. I would also, like he is very sales. salesy to me. You know, he's very front facing as far as like personality. He takes like, you out for a company lunch sure, to sure. tell you about sailing and that you guys should go sailing together and to buy his product. You're going, you're getting somewhere. Yeah. You're I'm not saying you're probably not far off. <laughs> maybe we'll find out more. He I takes mean, his clients out on his boat. Maybe we'll find out more. But I think for Clint is it's a better sell to just say, you know, I'm a sailor. I go on these grand adventures. Yeah. How did you feel about the dog bringing up the rings? I thought it was cute. And that dog is well behaved. Okay. I must say. Dogs are cool with me. I think they're awesome for families and like great additions. <laughs> but like, I think it was super corny. I think some of the guests felt that way too. I just thought it was really corny. I, I don't know. Okay. Say you're on maths. The dog okay, brings up someone, the ring. If someone does that, the energy I get from that is I am a huge dog mom. I love my dog. It's probably not fair for me to judge on if someone has a dog and loves their dog, but I'm no. just like. But you know what it means to me? Anything we do will involve this dog, and I, if not, know. revolve around this dog. And we we don't know if your partner is cool with that. No. Again, questionnaires. Bobby say, are you okay Wait, with animals, pets? Does Clint have a dog? I don't think so. Not oh, that. I, not that I remember. Not season. that I remember. I know. I know Christopher has a dog, but as far Did as you from, call him Christopher. Yeah, I'm calling him oh. full name. Calm it down. I can use his full Damn name. Damn his government name. <laughs> Christopher. He acts more like a Christopher than a Chris. Let's be honest. 
I don't know. Is Impressions Christopher or Chris? I feel like a Chris. I'm using his young name. Yeah, he's the only one I recall that has a dog. Of the men? Of, of the Yeah, of the men. I think you're right. Hmm. Wait, no. The um, I hate that he's so forgettable. I'm sorry. Oh, does Mac McKinley. Have a... I think oh, he McKinley. has a dog as well. Okay, my bad. Or does he because he lives with someone. I'm sorry, guys. I'll look this up. We need, look, a, we need a full anyway, list of dogs. Getting, getting to the bottom of this. <laughs> dogs are fucking cool. I get it. They bring a lot of fucking joy. But at the wedding, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a, I don't want to say a red flag, but I think it's easy to look into this and say, okay, this is going to be a big part of our lives. As in, even on the wedding day, we are making sure this baby is incorporated. I mean, Nicole does theater for her doggo. <laughs> she does. And that doggo was not at the wedding. Mm, you're right. If we want to talk about first kisses, they're the best so far. They both went all in. It was sweet. It was a good amount of time and a hug after. A hug that was close. They might be the couple that, hmm, they, they might have the most chemistry early on as far as getting hot mm, and heavy. I, that's how I feel about Nicole and Chris. Well, They're my that's go-to. Be, mm, that's because Nicole's going to dominate that relationship. No, no. For sure. I, I think, okay, not even knowing each other. No, we have to save it. So you think they have a good chemistry, though, right off the bat? I think they do. Actually, from the after party, I mean, Gina said, like, initially she wasn't even that, she wasn't, like, attracted to Clint. I know, which I was surprised. She played it off so well. She, but was, she was really good. I know. But I thought in their conversation, okay, maybe I was, like, reading the body language too hard because I really look for it during these kind of initial meetings. I thought he was looking at her very sweetly when they were talking. No, I think so too. Basically the moments where there's nothing else in the world. Yes. You're the only Uh, thing. Everyone wants to feel that. Or he's such a good salesman. He can pull that off. Ooh, that's a, you're, you're, Mm. you're hitting right now. I, I, but is it bad that I'm constantly questioning Clint only? (laughs) Like he could have the best intentions and you're always And I'm like, just like, no, don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe in them. I could see it is what I'm saying. I could see it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm reluctant. I so badly don't want him to hurt her. What did you think about them both living in the same building? Oh, weird. What are the we, fucking chances of me that? Me and you broke this down at brunch so long. Apparently, that's our thing now is we go out to brunch and we just break down theories for shows. But one thing we talked about is like, well, they had to have known, but they probably didn't know they lived in the same building until really far into the process. Because when you're going through thousands of applications, let's be honest, probably just hundreds for maps, <laughs> <laughs> they're not looking at address. I think they're probably so focused on interests, traits, um, non-starters. Do they at least live in the city? They, they probably just, okay, yeah, they're all natural. They're not Can like, they trauma bond? Sure. <laughs> I just wonder if there's just so much involved that they're not checking like, oh, you're in apartment 205 of the 505 building and I you're agree. in apartment 305 of the 505 building. That's kind of weird. I think they don't notice until like they run background checks. And then at that point, I mean, you're pretty far into it, I would think. Well, even the folks that are doing the interviews, they might just get an assignment. They don't really know. Yeah. Oh, we're just interviewing this person, but the production team doesn't know like who their pairing is or where they live. I mean, it could be yeah. a different 
you know, it could be a different team. If it's the same team, they yeah, a like, different that. couple. Yeah, totally. if, even if it was the same team filming, they could think, well, there's you know a bunch of other folks on the show. Like, yeah, they might not be matched with the person that lives in this building. But we do find out on the after show they almost got caught because they had to quickly come up with an excuse of why they were there again. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we just need footage, like B-roll footage of, you know, well, your apartment complex. Well, that also makes it seem like they knew. Well, they knew that, I assume at this point, they definitely knew. Sure. But they were not careful about it. Why were there two tapings within like 24 hours? They were not smooth with it. Also, Gina was playing detective. Oh, I appreciate it. As someone that also sleuths, I, I like she it. went to the doorman and said, oh, like, who were they filming? And she's yeah. like, they some said, uh, ah, some old guy. <laughs> That's weird. So, yeah, she has seen him in the elevator before. She has talked to him. That's odd. That's super weird. And so you can take this one of two ways. Totally set up production. They knew. They made it happen. Two, they did not have outside forces. This was meant to be. The universe decided you need to have this adventure with this person, whether it ends up in a relationship or not. After I found this out, I got more excited about their... You know when they go visit each other's homes and they're like, oh, oh interesting. I'm like, oh, you want to go downstairs? Oh, my downstairs? God. Such easy fil- filming. Aren't they on the same floor even? I didn't catch that. Okay. I thought I heard that. Maybe I made that up. Anything else with them? No. I have good vibes for Clint and Gina. I just, I fucking hate these previews. Oh, I know. Because, oh I mean, God. it kind of gives stuff away. I know. Too. Some of them just, it alters my thinking a lot of how I think these relationships are going to go. Yeah. Because, like, I need to know what happens with Dominique. How how far into it are you kicked out? <laughs> well, remember Michaela? They gave us one of her outbursts or blowups, whatever you want to call yeah. it, in a preview. But that didn't happen until the couple's... Um, retreat. The retreat. Yes. Which is that's bad. Basically Don't the tail that. end of the show. And a lot has happened between then and when we saw it. Mm-hmm. Like this thing we see with Dominique, I wonder, I mean, we don't know. I mean, that could be right before a couple's retreat or I've dealt with a bunch of shit for six weeks and this is the the fault. I think she is going to give Alyssa a run for her money for shortest marriage on maths. You heard it here first. No. It's going to be real early, like right no. after the honeymoon. No. Yep. Yep. Calling it right now. There's no way. Pastor Cal sitting him down. McKinley says, I'm done. That's it. I mean, or she says she's done. One of them says I'm done. Really? Yeah, that's my prediction. I think you're way off. <laughs> Do you think it's like right before decision day? No, no. I think they'll be around for a little bit. Mm. Well, let's go to Chris and Nicole. Cute dress shopping. The tux shopping was very disappointing. I cannot believe what he picked. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm not a stylish person, so maybe this is in. Everyone that picked a suit with the pants that have a line down the side, I cannot stand. They, like, it, what? what is that? Just have a, have a classic suit. <laughs> we don't need frills. Maybe, maybe we're just too boring and old school, and that's, I that's, mean, that's just boring to people these days. I think it is, because when the young people went with Shaq to go mm-hmm. shopping, they're like, no, 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 there's no personality in this. And I'm like, don't put your personality in it. No, I want to know nothing about you based on your suit. Huh. So in my notes, I wrote, he better not pick this one. And he picked this one. Oh, his buddies were boosting him up, too. I know. They're like, oh, this is the one. Maybe we're old. Okay, they're older than us, but I don't know. (laughs) One of his friends said something like, 
oh, we're going to know it's your wedding with this suit. I, I like, mean, okay. technically, yeah, because you would never, ever wear that any other time. <laughs> That's the other thing. You would never be able to wear that suit anywhere else, in my opinion. Like, where are you wearing this weird lined, outlined suit? I have to be like crazy formal occasion. Exactly. Also, I didn't like the blue he initially had on. No, it was the same thing how it's I a, felt with Clint. Weird... It was too bright of a blue yeah. for them. I felt Chris when he said, I'm laying off the suites, fitting into these suits or oh. something like that. <laughs> That's funny. So it is wedding day. They're prepping. Chris's game plan is to not eat anything. We're going on on pure Terrible. adrenaline. Let's go. Terrible game plan. No, like what if you pass out? Like you're stressed. Your body needs some type of fuel. Eat a bagel. I don't know. Yeah, something. eat a bagel, drink some water. To have yeah, some gummy no. bears. You need something. If you don't eat and alcohol starts flowing or something. Oh, you don't want to get messy you are on get your wedding. Messy. You're going to get sick. Messy at a wedding. Not only at a wedding, but the first time you meet this person and their entire family. Don't do that. You got me thinking about Mock and Lindsay. Oh, my gosh. That's exactly what I was thinking of, too. Like, that was already a sign. Like, it's no. I do love that Nicole's mom was like, be a lady. We all know what that means. I think they're probably not poking. No, mom. I don't think so. No, I think she'll listen to her mom. And I think uh, Chris will be real respectful. I think so. I, I mean, he's been respectful of his wife before he knew his wife. Right. He's one of the only guys that has been super like, no, I'm meeting my wife. Oh, their gift exchange was on point. Oh, it was so sweet. I think I just yelled that like the entire portion. Mm-hmm. It seemed like everyone gave each other gifts, but this was like the only one we got to watch, which I hated. I think because the other ones were kind of trash. Sailing gloves? Oh, that is... That's... That you want to talk about red, you talk about red flags? Let, that has to be the worst gift we've ever seen on maps. Fam, what is your thought process? Why? Or, Can you do I anything want, that um, I want my help? partner to feel special. Let me give them gloves. Your future wife. What? As she got him like a whiskey, what is it, like a decanter and like nice engraved glasses with the date. You got her sailing gloves. You're disappointing your wife day one before she even meets you. I think the gift is important and that was not good. Oh, just to go back just a little bit with Clint. From the after party and what we already know about Clint, it sounds like we better buckle up and get ready for a lot of sailing talk. A lot of sailing talk. I'm already talk. over it. It There's like no personality. Anything this man talks about is some way going to have a sailing pun or just be about sailing straight yeah. up. Like he's not going to give up sailing for a wife. So I don't know what the plan is here. Oh, I don't know. He expects you to be along with the journey. And if she's at her business all day. Can you really just go? I mean, I don't know shit about sailing as far as like how much communication you could have on the ocean. But like, don't you have to work? Yeah, he's working. He's taking them out. He's wooing the clients. Oh, I mean, he's talking about sailing across the world. I'm like, dude, that takes time. And he plans to have her as a co-captain. Also, by the way, sailing in a mm, like sailing in something that's not huge, like a cruise ship or like a military ship. Sailing in something that looks kind of small. That is so fucking scary. I'd be like, man, I'm about to die. Like, this is some scary stuff. No, it's not for me. No, it's not not for for me. me either. Back to the gifts. These were the most thoughtful gifts and so sweet. We see the James Allen ring, which I wish we saw everyone's ring. I want to see a ring more than I want to see uh, the dress. Did I, did I miss this? I don't remember. You were definitely s- sitting next to me. I don't know what you were doing. 
Did they actually say James Allen? No, but it was the boss. Sure. I mean, you could sure. tell. But in the past, I mean, it's been like putting, throwing your face. Yeah. I can't wait for them to tell me the three easy steps. Well, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird, too. I thought Nicole's reaction was really sweet with yeah. the ring. I'm like, we didn't get anyone else's I want to see everyone else see the ring. What if they were just disappointed, though, and they just Maybe. cut that out? They're like, <laughs> Maybe. And she's like, ugly. yeah, this isn't really my style. Yeah. No, but Nicole liked it. She loved it. She was like shaking putting it on. So both of them had multiple parts to the gift and a long letter explaining why they picked those gifts, which is a great first sign, similar communication styles. They like to be detailed. I like it. Chris got Nicole a bracelet made of moonstone while he also got her a crystal. So cute. It's very sweet. Very sweet. There were various other gifts, but that was kind of a main one that they both had in common. Nicole said that no man outside of a family member has put this much thought into a gift for her. She says, no one I know would do this for me. I would do this a hundred times over already. Oh, and I love love. I say it every season. I love love. I'm here. It got really intense. So now I'm like all in on Chris and Nicole. I want them to work so bad. Just just because I want, just because the past and maps, a lot has not worked out. I really want it. I want people to be happy at the end of the day. You know what I want them to be? Oh, I don't remember their names. The couple that like both worked in IT and they were both tall and it was like five, six seasons ago. You know who I'm talking about right now? They You're have a kiddo. About, uh, no, no. Austin. Austin? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Wasn't no. Jessica? She was like it was a, Austin and Jessica. I thought she was a nurse. You're right. He's in IT. Yep. I want like, okay, that season was so funny because they would like try to make problems for them or like show that they're not getting along, but they were like best friends from the start. <laughs> Actually, Jessica was either a nurse or did dental. No, I think it was a nurse. Okay. Yeah. But yes, I want, we need a little bit of that again. And I hope this is it. Yeah. I just want to see someone where it just fucking works, man. It's just easy. It's just easy to fall in love. Yep. I just want to see that as a viewer. Do you think Chris was seriously thinking of doing an impersonation upon first meeting? The fact that he didn't do one. Oh, I'm so thankful. Yeah, really thankful. I was curious if he does them when he's nervous, but he must have been nervous talking to Nicole and it didn't happen. So <laughs> it didn't he, must have some, he must have some control <laughs> over it. I'm but, glad but, it's not but, that bad. I was waiting for... If he did one and, and Nicole did one back. But what if it wasn't an Arnold Schwarzenegger and then she just automatically did the Sylvester Stallone? Oh. Oh, that's that's another level. What if they both did the Arnold to each other? <laughs> that's even better. Is that gross or is that cute? I think it's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want that. But I mean, I if they like that, sure. Mm-hmm. I thought Nicole's dad was really sweet. He was very worried. Very concerned. They had a very nice talk before she went down the aisle, how she will always be his little girl, no matter what. I honestly really enjoy these scenes. And we don't, we really, I mean, that's the only one I think I recall seeing besides uh, Shaquille and his grandma. Yeah. But it was such a, it was a very kind, very heartwarming scene. I mean, showing the, you know, the father giving up his daughter to this random guy. I mean, already it's hard for a dad to like give up their daughter to a Someone they know, but it's like, it's fucking weirdo. It could be a weirdo. I don't know. (laughs) It's very sweet. And he's talking about, you know, you just, you might not be my little girl anymore. And then she says, I'll always be your little girl. And I was like, I'm about to cry. It was sweet. (laughs) So we have the first look and I thought it was a good first look. They were smiles all around. They were genuine smiles. Definitely nervous. You could tell, but it still felt okay. They both predicted each other's names. Again, I'm going on my universe theory. 
it's just meant to be. I mean, I'm not saying it's like good or bad. It's just like a moment in time to where worlds collide. No, not so feeling it. Am, you, I, am I getting too far no, out there? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm curious. I mean, they're both pretty. I'm just thinking of like what popular names. names. Right. I just think what names I'd predict and it's nothing close to Nicole and Chris. Oh, I would never. I wouldn't even be able to come up with something. I don't, yeah, I don't. Think I have so no either. idea. So they're both talkers. They both rambled a bit. Great first sign. They'll just keep each other up all night talking. Honestly, ideal versus one person being extremely introverted, you know? I think Nicole is going to definitely do a lot of the talking. Though. I think so, too, but I think he will keep up. Chris needs to keep up and or be a great listener. and He'll do impressions as she's ranting and it'll be fine. Chris was eager to say I do, which I thought was so sweet. They had their vows and they had a real nice kiss. It was a good one. They do their little kind of initial talking with each other and they both have dogs and and Nicole immediately says oh our dogs see so cute they're already a family so they're going from (laughs) so we're gonna have three doggos yeah apparently Chris has two 90 pound dogs which yes big doggos kind of big I just I wonder how they're gonna focus on the animals meeting so that we don't have another incident have to show us the entire meeting of every single dog family this season. It was such a crazy moment last season. We have to see what happens this season. Do they bring in like trainers this time? Probably. I don't think so. They probably asked a little bit more firm or if they didn't do it before, is your dog really cool with other dogs? Are they friendly? If you take him to a dog park, does it try to fight every dog or does it try to make friends? Yeah, I, I don't know. And are they just trusting what the owner says? I think it'll go better. I don't think we're going to see the demise of any relationship over this. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Wasn't it Kirsten that said she has like four dogs? Or did I get that wrong? No, no, no that's that... Jasmine. Okay, Jasmine. Yeah. I can't wait for that one because okay. Eris does not have yeah. any dogs. He's going to be like, oh, I went from no dogs to four? <laughs> mm. So we'll see. Feel about that. Yeah. So Chris and Nicole both liked each other's looks. They were satisfied and they're already talking about pet names. So I think we're cruising. I just want them to be nice to each other and it to be a nice love story. Of course, there's going to be There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be ups and downs for sure. But, I but they're can, in it. I think we both picked them to make it. Yeah. Now, one of the couples I'm so looking forward to because I can't predict anything with them. This is Eris and Jasmine. I love them individually. I don't know how this is going to be together. Are they somehow going to be like a sleeper pick? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it totally could be. Because right now they're trying to throw us off like this shit's not going to Exactly. Work. But I mean, we've said that about plenty of people in the past. Mm-hmm. Eris and his guys are getting together, talking over trying on tuxes. He says he's not going to cry on the day of the wedding. He doesn't even know her. But if she's ugly, he might cry. <laughs> Honestly, I could do a spinoff with his friends. I love his friends. I gotta tell you, people gotta get over this whole looks thing. It's a big deciding factor for people. Someone online mentioned, and I apologize for not getting the name, but it was more around the concept of, but how often do people really marry like who they envision or like this quote unquote like dream person? Well, how many times do you envision marrying someone on looks and it is the person you picture and then it just goes south? True. I just feel like based, based on personality and like how they react to situations. Yeah. It just, I, some of the things I see about Eris, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's not going to work. Like he's not completely ready for marriage. 
No, he said goodbye to the streets. That was solid. Literally. He waved goodbye. Literally. He closed that door. And I tweeted, <laughs> did I just see a four-year-old wave goodbye to the streets? We did. What? We saw it. <laughs> what is life? What is going on right now? Here's the thing. You like the streets? Be in the streets. Who cares? But is he ready to not be in the streets is my question. Well, it's kind of like what his cousin cousin aunt no cousin cousin was saying like love his cousin you going cold turkey is <laughs> yeah, like this shit, ain't, this shit ain't gonna work why don't you just try a relationship first live with someone first no we'll all in we'll get to that but first we're trying on dresses we're doing tuxes you're totally right eris is the only one that came out first tux that was so good gorgeous tux looked great on him and then he tried on the black one which is also my favorite yeah so. that was totally fine yeah and i think he ends up going with the black one right mm-hmm. classic love it can't hate it would not have hated if he went with the first one though no that was great too mm-hmm. because it was like still so classic it wasn't over the top like it wasn't a patterned purple it wasn't like miguel suit i hated miguel suit <laughs> <laughs> i still remember that man's suit it's just miguel miguel but it fits rock. his personality yeah, right did it though did it though kind of mm. he had that bear hat Eris says that he's most looking forward to the nasty process of making offspring. <laughs> I would watch this man on so many types of shows, but I don't know if Maps is it. <laughs> Eris is a character. He really is. But what's so funny is about it is he reminds me of our friend EB. Super quiet. Uh-huh. You don't you like you have to listen to what he says, mm. but he's roasting the shit out of you. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> like he, politely almost. Eris also talks almost like he, his mouth kind of stays a little closed or yes. like very. Like, so you got to like pay attention. Right. You got to kind of pay attention to what he's saying, but. It's pretty funny. I, yeah. The, <laughs> but the message like when he's, you know, if you're saying goodbye to the streets and it's kind of like monotone. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Jasmine trying on dresses and her being a beauty queen. There is a lot of kind of pressure put on the dress. I mean, I've heard this. I watch like Say Yes to the Dress and stuff. And so seeing those shows, it is what a lot of beauty queens say. You, This is the dress. But she, what she went with, Leon said it perfectly. I said this the moment, the <laughs> moment she, the scene switched and we saw her. I said this from the jump. It's giving gymnast vibes. Yeah. And then someone on Twitter said it's giving ice skating vibes. And I was like, yes, it is same. the same thing. It's very leotard, like sparkles. But, you know, I always say she's happy. Who cares? I'm such an asshole. Like when people mention things like Jasmine did where, oh, I was in pageants. So I tried on a bunch of dresses. I'm like, yeah, girl, but you haven't tried on the wedding dress. Oh, but that's the thing. You don't want it to be a pageant dress. Right. That, you got to walk that fine line. Is there that close of a line between a pageant dress and a wedding dress? Well, I think they're both just formal gowns. So like, I don't know, maybe you just don't want a similar cut to what you usually wear. So then we have the wedding day with both of them getting ready. We say goodbye to the streets with Eris. Sure. Hot boy summer. Fuck boy summer. It's all over. We are mourning the loss of this time in life. <laughs> Again, something about a grown ass man at 40 saying gone are the days of fuck boy summer. Eris, <laughs> <laughs> what? So then we cut to right before they walk down the aisle. Well, right before the ceremony starts. Sure. Eris is in the hallway. His cousin walks in and she is trying so hard to say, not right now. Do not do this. Production must know his cousin's a character because like you need to go talk to him. Yeah. And we're going to film it. Yeah. She is a character. I love her. 
And she's right before it cuts to the end of the episode. It's, do you want to leave right now? I'll go with you. Let's go right now. I don't think I would have the guts to say that to someone. I'm very encouraging, but you do you. You know he likes the streets. You know he might not be ready for this. I can't, because again, the family members know these people way more than we do, obviously, but they're really signaling. They're sending us signals of, I know this person and I'm trying to save them from either either, (laughs) either them impacting another life or just making a shit show of themselves. I'm trying to save them from that. They are, they are letting us know we're in for a ride. Like get ready to see some shit because my family member is different. <laughs> but then what if it's a wild card? What if he is so smitten? She is so smitten. They have that love that grows slowly. Wouldn't that be a great like character arc? Like saying goodbye to the streets, being so in love, growing in love with someone and saying yes on decision day. Eh, the perfect season. I think there'll be more drama than that. But, hey, I'm always hopeful. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if Eris goes through a lot of growth. Yeah. From kind of the way they've introduced him to us. I think they'll be into each other in the first look. Not, I haven't seen yeah. like a preview on that or anything. But Yeah, I don't think that. I don't actually think we saw a preview of that, did we? I think they'll be into each other. Maybe it's just boring. You know, it's, I know. It, it all goes pretty, pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I don't, it's hard to predict. A, this is a tough one. Especially because I can't remember any, yeah, first looks or kiss or anything like that. This, I don't even know what to say about this couple. So this is Dominic and McKinley as the next one we'll be tackling. We didn't really see much of them, just tuck shopping and dress shopping. But man, it's just this, Dominique is not ready. McKinley may be ready, but maybe it, it's just not a good pairing. It's just not I'm so like hopeful and I always say love, love. And like, regardless, you always want people to just be happy. I just don't see why they're doing this Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it it just doesn't seem like anything you want. Being Dominique, you're not an old soul. Don't do this because your mom signed you up for it. So using your prediction, you don't think they're going to make it past like week one? A week, probably like two. Okay. Week two. Week week two might be... Fucking eight episodes deep. Oh, we're okay. Oh my gosh. Me and Leon were also talking about, okay, what's next episode? And I say, well, we're, we're going to get the rest of the weddings. And he said, absolutely not. We're going to get one more wedding and then we're going to see the reception and the brunch no, with the other people. No, 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 no. I think we're going to get all the weddings. Okay, good, good. We're going to get a bunch of the brunch stuff. I mean, that's probably the end. And then the next episode is everyone going on the honeymoon. Going to the honeymoon, which I cannot wait. That's always the best. Did they announce where they're going? No, There's maybe no... it's Europe. Stop. <laughs> it's Mexico. It's always Mexico. The COVID one was Florida. I mean, it's always Mexico. But I feel like their or options like, must have opened up a little bit more now. I, okay, it's always like Mexico. Did they ever do DR? Why don't they do Canada? <laughs> that would honestly be my ideal. We tend to, me and Leon have very different, like ideals of vacation. Like there's always ones yeah, you we you want to go to fucking Iceland or something. I want to go to Alaska. I want to go to Iceland. Those are two big ones right now. Amsterdam is also high on the list, but you're down for Amsterdam. Yeah. That's not the issue. But mine tend to be colder areas, and Leon's like, please take me to a tropical area. Oh, yeah. Oh, he wants to go on a cruise? I want to experience that so bad. I can just think of normal. If you've gone on cruises and it's been a really, well, I don't even care. Positive experience, <laughs> negative experience, hit us up. Let me know. I'm trying to go on a cruise so bad. If you've gotten sick on a cruise... Let me know. I don't even care. I got a strong ass immune system. I don't. I feel like I get every cold. So it's going to be like day two and I'm just going to be in bed. You'll be cold like multiple times (laughs) 
in a quarter and I'm just like, I'm just chilling. You'll be living your best life on the boat. FaceTime me every now and then. I'm, I'm eating whatever. <laughs> I'm going to the buffies. And people say, oh, you're going to get sick. Nah. So all the reasons I do not think Dominique should be on the show, we already covered. So I won't bore you with more of that. The dress shopping was fine. The tuck shopping. Mm. He also picked the one with the line down the pants. Why do they even give them this option? You really don't like that look, do you? I hate that look. Because you know what it reminds me of? Mm. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yes. That's why I can't stand it. But we didn't really get anything with Dominique and McKinley. We saw them getting ready. But what I have to talk about, because I think that's it. That's all we got in this main episode. But the next time on, we see... Shaq and Kirsten getting grilled, grilling people, getting to know each other at the reception. We see other receptions. But this is the part I want to talk about. Dominique's mom says he seems like a nice guy. Jeffrey Dahmer also seemed like a nice guy. You signed her up for this. Thanks, I don't accept this. Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer, but okay. What are you? Also, what is this weird energy? Like, you're, yeah, you're that's the one, what I'm saying. You're the one yeah. who signed me up for this. You signed her up for this. You knew what the show was. You knew there were assholes on this show every season. I, regardless, the reason the energy is so bad, like a literal serial killer, is what you're comparing McKinley to. We don't even know this man. We've inter- been introduced to him on the show, and I still don't know this man. Serial killer does not come up. No, no, no. This is kind of on you, mom. It's just an odd comparison this early in the relationship. You don't know anything about this person. Like, we don't know, but at that point in time, did Dominique's mom have a sit down with him? And that's kind of her takeaway. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He might be a Jeffrey Dahmer type. Okay. Well, that I would have more. Versus I haven't even talked with him and I'm just making these weird comparisons. Okay. So that's actually what I was assuming that it was like a first impression. Mm. But I wonder if. McKinley just doesn't reveal enough or as much as Dominique's mom would like him to. I think that is a main thing now that you bring that up because he himself said he is super introverted until he's comfortable with you. So if mom's grilling you, you're probably Especially if you have trouble like, answering questions yeah. or being concrete in your answers, it yeah. might What are you trying to hide? So I'm very you curious. Know? Pretty good episode. Apologies again for the ranting. I worked till 2 a.m. last night, so I am living off coffee. Yeah, these projects, man, they're crazy. Okay. Well, I hope you all have a good weekend. Take care of yourself, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much. Take care.